This is Machine Language, the podcast hosted by Manufacturing Automation Magazine. You've tuned in to hear conversations with industry experts on the latest industrial automation technologies and trends in Canada's manufacturing sector. Hello and welcome to this episode of Machine Language. I'm your host, Christina Urquhart, editor of Manufacturing Automation Magazine. We're nearly a year into the COVID-19 pandemic now, and Canadian manufacturers have kept up the pace with the production of personal protective equipment, or PPE, to be used in the fight. At the time of this recording, RRP, developers of the Canadian PPE Supply Marketplace, an online platform that tracks current levels of supply, says that Canada has more than 22 million hospital gowns, 4 million face shields, 127 million units of disposable gloves, and 1 billion surgical masks available for frontline healthcare workers and people who have returned to work. But who regulates all of this newly manufactured gear? That's where CSA Group comes in. You probably recognize the CSA label from equipment at work or products at home. The company is a global organization for standards development, testing, inspection, and certification for a range of products in over 150 markets, including Canada, the US, Europe, and Asia. Today we have with us Dana Parmenter, Vice President Industrial at CSA Group. Dana's division oversees products in hazardous locations, industrial products, energy and power, energy storage, and safety or PPE segments. He's been with CSA Group for the past 13 years and for the past four years has been in his current role developing and leading the company's global industrial strategy. More recently, that's included opening a new dedicated lab in Toronto for manufacturers to get their PPE tested and certified by CSA Group for sale in Canada. With the opening of the lab, CSA Group has become the first domestic provider of comprehensive testing and certification for medical-grade masks, gloves, and gowns, as well as face shields and respirators. Dane is here with us now to talk about why Canada needed its own PPE testing facility, the process for manufacturers to certify their PPE, and things manufacturers should keep in mind as they ready their products for certification. Thanks for joining us today, Dana. Great, Christina. Thanks for having me. So can you tell us about CSA Group's new Canadian testing laboratory for PPE? Why did you open the facility? Absolutely. So CSA Group is a is a 100-year-old organization that develops consensus-based standards and performs testing, inspection, and certification to publish standards in Canada, the U.S., and around the world. The critical need for the facility was really highlighted by the COVID-19 pandemic, which led to a significantly increased demand for medical PPE. The rapid introduction of these new products and the diverse and and in some cases atypical sources of their manufacture exposed a number of challenges in the PPE supply chain, including testing and certification, along with the difficulty for users to determine if their PPE met the applicable safety standards. CSA Group's new PPE lab, the first lab in Canada performing testing and certification for medical-grade PPE, answers this call to ensure that this critical protective equipment entering the market is safe for Canadians and they can rely on it. And this facility being the first of its kind in Canada that can test and certify PPE is a huge step forward in allowing particularly our most vulnerable, those who are on the front lines or immunocompromised, an easy way to know that they're getting product that meets the standards that it's intended to meet. So what types of testing are offered at the facility? The facility is currently focused on products with the most immediate need in the frontline fight specific to COVID-19. These include surgical masks, filtering face piece respirators, medical gloves, protective drapes, and then apparel like surgical and isolation gowns intended for use across Canada. How was CSA testing Canadian PPE before this facility was built? Uh, CSA has been testing critical PPE for many years. Pre-pandemic, the demand for PPE certification was primarily focused on industrial applications, and those would be things like safety shoes, protective eye and face wear, fall protection, 
and protective headgear like hockey helmets, which I think a lot of Canadians have grown accustomed to looking for the CSA mark on. Uh, the pandemic itself really revealed the need to address the medical PPE segment. So what are the benefits of domestic PPE testing and certification? Yeah, the pandemic acted as a catalyst that highlighted numerous supply chain challenges for medical PPE as governments and manufacturers work to ramp up, source, or even start new production to meet this increased demand and get it uh, rapidly delivered. This included the availability of test resource. So it was really important to ensure that this rapid influx of product met critical safety standards to protect the users who count on them to keep them safe. So having testing and certification resource available domestically meets this demand while assuring the products protecting Canada's most vulnerable uh, meet safety requirements. At CSA, obviously, keeping Canadians safe is at the heart of what we do, and we're committed to protecting Canadians who are on the front lines of the COVID-19 fight every day. And so responsibilities of being the first testing inspection and certification provider of medical-grade PPE in Canada is taken very seriously by us. Our accredited laboratory certifying these products, like masks, respirators, and gloves, is playing an integral part in accelerating the availability of safe and certified PPE, which is counted on by those who need it. Following COVID-19, we all like to imagine what the world's going to be like sure. a year from now. What are the long-term goals for the facility? Yeah, at CSA, we continually look to make future safer and more sustainable. And while COVID brought to light the needs surrounding certified PPE, this need isn't just specific COVID. So PPE bearing CSA certification mark will continue to be a source of confidence for those counting on products such as masks and respirators for their safety. And this facility will continue to test and certify medical PPE well into the future we know it's such a critical and important part of protecting workers when they go and they go about their jobs relying on this equipment. So for the manufacturers that have been producing PPE or that are currently working on new prototypes, what is the process for them to come to you to certify that PPE? Yeah, the overall process to certify a product is really pretty straightforward, but I can say it all starts with the manufacturer familiarizing themselves with the applicable safety standards and assuring the products that they wish to submit for certification will meet those requirements. Once they do that, the actual certification process is simple, and it begins with an application and sample submission, an assessment of the product, subsequent testing, and ultimately the report writing if the product has been successful and can achieve certification. Can you walk us through some of those standards that they must meet in order to be certified? Sure. Standards are specific to both the product and the locality that the products are to be used in, and those do change over time to stay current with the latest safety developments. But currently, for Canada, Surgical masks are assessed to the ASTM F2100 standard, and respirators, like those commonly referred to as the CAN95 or N95, are tested and certified to 42 CFR84, which is a federal regulation originated with NIOSH in the U.S. What percentage of PPE that comes through the facility actually gets that certification? Well, I can't accurately estimate the percentage of PPE that will be successful in getting certified. I can confirm that typically customers who come to CSA seeking certification hold safety in a very high regard and have put significant effort into the design and manufacture of their product, including being familiar with the requirements of the standards. Because of this, we do have a high degree of success in customers ultimately achieving certification. They understand that untested product may not provide the level of protection anticipated, and they value the confidence that certification and the mark from CSA provides the wear of their product. Really, we have a, quite a high success rate for those who come in at the point of being ready for the certification process. And for anything that may not meet the standard, do you provide recommendations on how to improve the product? In the case that a product is not successful in meeting certification, unfortunately, we are unable to provide guidance to the submitter or the manufacturer of the product on how to make that correction. And that is part of how we're accredited provider services, because we have to be independent of the process 
and can only assess if it meets the requirements, we can't play a part in designing it. What's the timeline like for getting a product certified when a manufacturer comes to you? Yeah, timeline is dependent on a number of factors, probably the most important being type of product that's coming in and what standards are required, as well as the number of products. So in some cases, when we receive a product, it may be a family of products. And so each of those factors can extend or shorten a timeline, but for some, it can be as short as one to two weeks, but it would be independently looked at based on the request from the manufacturer. Switching gears, what is the biggest safety challenge that CSA comes up against when it comes to mm-hmm. certifying industrial equipment, such as machinery used for automation? You know, being a safety organization, each day we're reviewing products and assessing new technologies that keep Canadians safe. Our standards team are always working tirelessly to incorporate and appropriate safety considerations into new or existing standards, keep up with the rapid pace that products are moving at now. So disruptive technologies and pandemics would likely be identified as a safety challenge to many, but really for CSA Group, these are opportunities that allow us to do what we do best, which is check those who rely on products every day in their work and home. What are some up and coming areas that the CSA is working on standards for, or if you're updating existing standards when it comes Mm. to manufacturing or automation equipment? I'm not sure I can do justice to all the exciting things the standards team may be working on, but as it relates to certification, this is a particularly exciting time for the industrial team at CSA Group. IIoT or Industry 4.0 continues to drive advancement And we're playing a major role in addressing the process control equipment that's enabling these changes. This includes a lot of work in areas like functional safety and cybersecurity. And in fact, just this week, uh, we were recognized by the cybersecurity as a cybersecurity provider for the Design Lights Consortium. So that was a big achievement on our side that we're quite excited about. The continued advancements in battery technology and testing, including fire testing to the standard 9540A, are very front and center at the moment, and we're are closely linked with a number of technologies that we're also pursuing that are on the horizon in the robotics space, such as autonomous guided vehicles, which I think are going to be very exciting to watch. If there's one thing that you want manufacturers to know about when it comes to testing and certification, uh, what would you tell them? I think one of the most important things to know is get familiar with the standard and make sure your product meets that standard. And always certify it. The mark means a lot. And in the industry, it's important that consumers of products has an easy and ready way that they can see that a product meets the safety standards and they know it's safe for their use. Okay, well, thank you so much for your time, Dana. Great, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks again to Dana Parmenter at CSA Group. For more information about CSA Group, visit csagroup.org. As for us, you can find more episodes of Machine Language online at automationmag.com slash podcasts. Or join the conversation on Twitter at AutomationMag and on LinkedIn by searching Manufacturing Automation. I'm Christina Urquhart, and that's it for today's episode of Machine Language. Thanks for tuning in.